What's up, everyone? This is No Holla, episode 17. Got your man tuning and follow. We are what's, here. What's good? What's good? How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was good. Um, How are we sounding, by the way? We sounding good? We sound fine. Yeah, I want to sound like Cameron out here. Oh, wow. What happened? What happened? What happened? <laughs> Did you get an announcement for the PA? Chill, I can't haul him. I'm not getting my ass in trouble. I live out there, man. Can't be dipset, dipset, dipset gang all day. Like, you know what I mean? So we're going to get right into it, I guess. I, I wore a pink shirt. Man, Thanksgiving was good. Definitely. Definitely. We should get right into it. But episode 17, it's been a while. I feel like we only do episodes before and after trips. <laughs> <laughs> New York be having us depressed, man. We only... <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk about it. But once that, tune, Bowel, you know, we have one, once that ticket has been copped, itinerary has been emailed. We're like, yo, let's, let's, let's talk to the people them. So, <laughs> um, you know, we, we have trips coming and we just came back from some trips. So, oh yeah. DR party. I was out DR in my motherland. Yeah. I mean, Jalo Sabe, mi gente. I was out. I know my Delo Mio's wherever y'all are. Shout out to yourselves. Um, I finally had to go to the motherland, you know. Finally. I'm in Mikasa. So it was good. I was at a resort, though, so I I played my people short. I didn't really get to walk with the people then. I was in some resort with old white people, couples, just, you know, drinking. It was. This is my first ever resort. I don't know if you've done a resort. But, oh, um, of course. Yeah, this is my first ever resort. I'm happy Airbnb and Airbnb. Shout out to Airbnb. Um, um, so it was like cool to know that I didn't have to walk around with money. It was just a weird feeling because whenever I'm in another country, I'm like, all right, just in case, you know? Yeah. So um, you get to the resort, they stuff liquor down your face. You get to the room, there's liquor there. They'll be like, yo, everything you need, it's free. You food, boom, drink. So it was just awesome to just know that I could just stroll and, you know, have, everything's going to be covered. Obviously, you're in the middle of nowhere because that's the only place they're going to have as much land to make a resort. But yeah. it was it was pretty cool. It was really, really cool. We saw a black couple, a Haitian couple, and they were just like, yo, y'all Nigerians? And they started talking to us about Afrobeats. And so we went to the DJ at some, the low party they had. He played Afrobeats for us. The white couples were dancing to David O. The Haitian couple was killing it so it was just dope it was dope seeing you know black people catching each other in the midst of a bunch of old white people that's really dope yes yes it was, it was cool Instagram. I would have y'all enjoying life man I was, I was <laughs> once, once you're out of New York man you just gotta go for it you water water water. Oh, yo that's the one thing in New York there's no blue water anywhere yeah, you can't even, always trying to get me to go to the beach. I'm like, nah, oh, buddy. No, no, no. I mean, my bill of health is good right now. I don't know what the orange guy is going to do. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to just stay healthy. You know what I mean, certain decisions you can't make anymore. If you yeah. want to go to the beach in New York, you should have did that when Obamacare was like on the up and up. Yeah, four five has made things a lot complicated for the squad. Firms, firms, like everything, every decision you make now is, is a family and team decision, you know. It's a generation decision, you know what I mean? You know, because your grandkids hear story about grandpappy went to <laughs> Coney Island, and that's why y'all have a kneecap behind your neck, you know what I mean? Like, nobody needs all that. 
Shout out to <laughs> yo. I'm gonna get in trouble everywhere. Kneecap squad. I forgot that there was one Cartoon Network show where they were all like weird. Oh yes. Um, Damn, you're gonna remember it. I cannot remember uh, it right now. It was like this one kid was the center, and the twins were like conjoined twins, and that popular popular girls had some deformities with their face. I'm happy you remember it. Oh, look, little man. I knew you'd remember it. I for some reason I'm like, yeah. I love cartoons. I'm sorry, man. Nah, nah, that's that's inner happiness right there. But yeah, so nobody wants that. That's a New York City beach happening. But DL was fun. That's what I always pick would happen if um if I went to into the water in like <laughs> Brighton Beach or like far rock away. Hashtag into the or, water. Or right outside La Marina if I just jumped in the water. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I would turn into a lobster. Hold on, DJ. Yeah, as it's happening, you just be like, Dios mío. You just end up in somebody's plate at City Island. You have no idea what's easy, going on. Easily. They'll sell you for top dollar, though. That's all. Oh, wow. Top dollar selling. Wow. You know the biggest segment on these Zamero. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here, fam. That shit is mad expensive. <laughs> I know fucking, fucking lobster. I know fucking lobster. I'm a fucking man. Hey, that guy is, I don't even know if he's watering himself down or if he's just chasing the bag, whatever it is. I am tired of that grown ass little man. I still don't know how to pronounce his name. It's like P-O-T-L-A something. You care enough. You care enough to try. And I appreciate you for that. That's who he is. That's who he is. Something Gansi. I don't remember how to pronounce his name. He lives life. Like that's one thing. You know, we cannot say he's not living his best life. He's somebody's Dominican uncle. You know that for a fact. At least somebody Christmas is coming, he gotta buy gifts for his nephews and nephews. <laughs> that man has responsibilities. One of them little minute second uh the sixty second videos are over with. <laughs> so shout outs to him and his entire family. You know, I'm sure him. he pays taxes and all that shit. I'll mm-hmm. say everybody in the heights that listens to the show and and lets us know all the time when they see us. Oh my god, you guys are so dumb. Thank you. We appreciate I you for not throwing symbols at our heads. We appreciate it. I listen know? to Mali Betty. Oh, I listen to Mali Betty. He's so nice. He's so good oh, song. Oh, Afrobeat. Afro I guess. Such good songs. <laughs> good playlist on Spotify. So Again, let it be known. He's so the Espanol wow. accent is from. He's two. such a wow. I just wow. I just came back from DR. And I want to shout them out because they let me pass the airport with liquids. Jesus! Oh, right. That's not like a tip to like somebody that's going to do some crazy shit at the airport, but mommy let me pass. She let me stand on the girl's shoulder line and then I jumped to the guy's line. And I was, I saw a baseball player and a baseball coach. So I was like, oh, Dion is just popping, you know? That's funny. Yeah, so shout out. No, I really, really enjoy. I love being in third world countries. Like, I absolutely love being. I know that's not a thing anymore. You know, I'm not that smart, but I'm still addressing the third world countries. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. So, but I love being there because it's just like people are more chill. You know, you hear the stories. The mommies are outside. You could smile. They're going to be welcoming. You know, once you start getting to all the snooty rich countries, is where people be extra. But the regular village life is for me. You know, street food. Just don't touch the water, obviously. But everything else, I'd be with, I'd be with all the shits. But that's the... How was West Coast this time? Uh, trip to LA? Yes. 
West Coast tune. <laughs> now reporting live from a highway in California. That's so funny. Well, the other highway. No, not that highway. Ridiculous. LA was great, man. I initially went for um, so Yvonne Orgy. Um, shout out to Yvonne Orgy. My West African mommy. Nigerian princess. You know. Nigerians uh, in excellence event in LA that um, I ended up having to host it. So I initially was going to attend. I was invited. So I was going to attend. And then when I got there, um, it was like, oh, you know, would you mind hosting? I was like, bet. I'll host it. Not a problem. So I get there and um, Estelle's there. Uh, a whole bunch of influencers in the Nigerian diaspora were there. Dulo was there. That's so dope. A lot of like fashion designers that I'd, I've seen on Instagram, but never mm-hmm. thought I'd meet in person were there. A lot, a lot of just random people. I didn't even know were African were in the building, so it was really kind of cool to see a whole bunch of people in there celebrating um, Africans, especially Nigerians, in the uh, entertainment, uh, fashion, music, uh, all types of various creative roles within the industry. And uh, it was a night that Yvonne, this is like the second annual one she did. And she just mm-hmm. like celebrating a whole bunch of people in the, uh, in the industry that are just like us. So it was really kind of cool to see everybody in one room. Um, and Estelle and I ended up posting it. Estelle, you know, Estelle that's saying uh, American boy. Yes. Yes. So I know every word. I know every single syllable and that's all. So, so she told, did you know she was, she's Senegalese and Sierra Leonean? This I just found. Wow, Sierra and I just found out about the Senegalese part. That's so, super dope. That's what staff are doing right there. So she's awesome, by the way. Shout out to Estelle if you're listening. I I just feel like she once she got her, you know, her grill fixed, she just she just been she just been different. You know what I mean? Like it worked different. It's like the reverse Cardi B effect. Yo, Estelle. Cardi B got hers. Cardi B got her thing fixed, and then she dropped the number one. She got her veneers, and it was over. Yeah, and then Estelle, I feel like fell back a little bit. Nah, she's she's been getting that bag. She's been getting that international bag. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, night. I just really, I felt like yo, I just haven't heard from Estelle since everything. You know, since there was no more space. Since there was no more space within the team. No, no, I I know Africans hustle, but you know, sometimes people hustle backwards. It's possible. Nah, he's definitely you know? not hustling backwards. In fact, she's that's beautiful. She just put out a single uh, very recently that's doing very well. Um, this dude named Terrace Riley called Love Like Ours, and it's really, really good. Okay. He's a, he's a sweet record. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much the event, and, like, Oak Africa was there representing. Shout-outs to them. Okay. It was good. We we ate jollof. They, they had actual Nigerian caterers that had the jollof on deck. Mm, and it was hand? The goat meat. I don't know if the suya was... If the suya was suya, but... It was delicious, you know. Mr. Me too, yeah. You know, um, other than that, after that event, ComplexCon was that weekend. So, oh yes, um, yes. It, ComplexCon looked like it was the shit this year. Oh, it was nuts. A lot went down. ComplexCon was dope. From uh, we ended up leaving LA and then going to Long Beach for the weekend, and there were so many different booths set up from so many different vendors. But the highlight of uh, my ComplexCon experience was seeing Andre Three Thousand. He had like a, a pop up for his tree torn collab, which is like his own um, his drawings. Apparently, he used to draw sneakers and clothing in class, mm-hmm. and so he was able to collab with a shoe company and bring those drawings to life, which is really there's, cool. There's absolutely nothing you could tell me, Andre Thousand did that I wouldn't believe. Oh yeah, he does. 
He's great. He told me, you know, he had, he's had cancer, figured out for a while now. He's just waiting to figure out a time. Like anything, I feel like he's just a dope ass human being. Oh no, he's he was great. And then um, NERD premiered their new album there yes. as well. Yes, I heard about that. Album. And obviously, the single right now is hitting. The one with uh, Rihanna Lemonade, is it? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Is it lemon or lemonade? It's lemonade, right? It's lemon. Oh, lemon. Okay, I was about to say, like, is anyone allowed to call anything lemonade anymore after Queen B? I'm not sure. Like, I don't think you're allowed to. Like, if you say lemonade and it's a song, I feel like you're going to be like, oh, are you coming at... You know, Beyonce just owns lemonade. It's just, it's just that. She does, but man, that album, the new NRD album, is so fucking good, man. Yeah, it's so fucking good. <laughs> F O C K, fucking good. Got you. So that's technically not a curse word, kids. No, it's fucking. F O C K. Mom and dad, feel free to play this for your kids. Fucking is like, not a curse word. Yes. No parental guidance needed. It's like. Where did he? I just need to meet by me. Everyone by the EP. See, if I want to go to the beach now, is that a cross word? Wow, look at that. If I want to talk about beaches, mm-hmm. is that a cross word? Because I like to put my feet in the sand and play on wow. the beaches? No, you are not. You are far from being too short. You are doing good. Carry Thank on. You very much. I appreciate it. Just because my husband may not then, be... If the, beach, beach, if the beach tries to infect you, you say beach, please. You have to, you have to wear... Please. Have to wear. You have to strap up on the beach. You feel me? No. If the beach comes, you say beach, please. Very simple. <laughs> very, very simple. <laughs> no, it's again. These are all friendly family words. You could use them at dinner, oh, Thanksgiving stuff. Good. You know. What'd you do? You went back home for Thanksgiving, right? I did. I did go back home for Thanksgiving. Um, okay. yeah, after we all shout out to everyone that came out. By the way, we fed uh, the less fortunates. Uh, people in the streets of New York, we were able yeah, to package food and give out for Thanksgiving. So shout out to everyone that was a part of that. That helped. It was great. Yes, yes, yes. So right, you were with the fam. I also got some with family. Just chill shit. So Thanksgiving itself was very, very productive. Yeah, this Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was weird this year. I didn't, it didn't feel like Thanksgiving for me at all. I no, mean, every every single oh, holiday is no longer feeling like it. I don't know. I don't know because. If it's we're getting old or we, we know no careers come in or if it's just, you know, I don't know. Like even, watch, Christmas is going to come and you're going to go outside and someone's going to tell you, fuck you. Like, it's just, there's no, there's no more seasonal spirits. There's nothing. It's just another day. And every, I guess Black Friday, it feels like it's only the shopping that people celebrate anymore. I feel like Black Friday is bigger than Thanksgiving. I kind of feel that way too. Yeah, it's like, you know, Black Friday, you copped anything, you're going out. Like, people don't really ask you thanks. The only thing people look forward to in Thanksgiving is making fun of other people's food. Yeah. And, you're and, right. um, homegirl, what's her name that's always trending? Got hers. I think she was, like, topic of conversation. That they said she messed up her food. What's her name? She's fine as shit. She dates a football player. Mm. She's the one that says she's no longer a hoe. Like, what's her name? Carrie Washington? No, no, damn. She said she's going to home. Um, this one chick, she was like, "Yeah, I'm not a hoe no more. Like, I'm off that." Um, yeah, what's her name? Light skin chick. She sells bathing suits. I think she sells mints, swimsuits, and shit like. Damn, what's her name? Um, uh, Drea. Drea. 
Yo, you know what? Uh, remember um, Drea when she put up that video saying that her wholeness is deleted? There we go. That's what I was trying to reference. So when she said her wholeness was deleted, I put up a video, like a you know one of the random videos that I put up in the in my character, and I was like, I just I just ripped her apart. Do you know like Bossip and all these random websites like Baller Alert? They picked up that video and it went viral, and then Dre had my video taken down. Easy. <laughs> she was yeah. like, I don't know who this African guy is, but we're going to take this video down because he's like defaming me, and I don't like it. So she took it down. <laughs> I, I was looking for a copy of that content for over, it has to be like three years now. It's been gone, scrubbed up the internet. But like three months after I put that video up is when the I'm from Brooklyn video happened. So it just kind of. Over overshadowed the corners uh, getting the lead response. It was like it was that bad. <laughs> it was that bad because like yo, I, it went when it went viral. That's the only thing that that people were connecting me with, and I was like, yo, this is this is wild. And then she got to take it down. So the people were like, oh, Dre got to take it down. And then I'm from Brooklyn happened, and people were like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. So I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about the video anymore. Great. I'm from Brooklyn. It's gonna be crazy. Like you're gonna be a grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids gonna be telling you I'm from Brooklyn. Oh my god, your grandpa did the but, I'm from Brooklyn video. Get off my lawn. <laughs> this oh is get this off my lawn. I'm like we're in Panama. I'm retired. <laughs> what does Brooklyn have to do? <laughs> He's in Shegun. Just remember that. Fifty years ago, I put on a video. And I told people I'm from Brooklyn. Just know that one. They're gonna be watching it in VR style, so they will just be able to just generally recreate it. It will be by to... then. Videos will be like shown in the sky and all that. Bro, they'll, they'll be able to look at the video from the viewpoint of the microphone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Ah, you were shaking, sir. Were you afraid? Why were you afraid? I feel like. Were you afraid of the situation? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Like, where were you went in? Where did you <laughs> went after the interview? Ah, this is you know square. Why is it so bad? Cars were not flying yet, Grandpa. No, no. So this, wow. So this is what Yo. you know square used to look like before they turned it into an Apple store. Wow. Farms, farms the whole damn. <laughs> A Tesla garage. <laughs> oh my goodness. So Whole Foods Square used to be called Union Square. Oh my wow. goodness. Wow, wow. Well, Amazon now. Where yeah. this homeless peasant used to be. There's now a Starbucks there. Wow, that's so crazy. Can you imagine? Yo, I'm be, I'm be, you know what would make me really sick? What? <laughs> if by the time I die, cars aren't flying. Like I'm talking about not not flying like in terms of rich people only. I'm talking about like Jetsons. people with people with no jobs. So not like, like turn turn, turn engine lights on, flowing. Not like our forefathers used to travel by snapping their fingers and using no, spells. No, 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 not not on top stick or <laughs> chewing stick or whichever the bamboo or oh, yeah. palm wine tapas. I'm talking about like yo, regular human beings. I'm talking people with hole in their shirts with flying cars, people with check engine lights, cops stopping floating cars, talking about yo, your lights are broken, your tail lights are broken. I need that. I need it for regular people, not just in the next 20 years, there would be one in for every household, you know? How fire like I'm talking is about, go ahead. How fire is it that our ancestors were able to literally clap their hands and get wherever they need to go? Like, that's so crazy. Sir, I have my Bible. 
with me. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Praise his name. Because the Lord Thanksgiving just happened. Jesus's white Jesus's birthday is coming. Oh okay. my goodness. No, you didn't call white Jesus. No. And I'm sorry, Caucasian Christ. <laughs> Caucasian Christ, December 25th. Shout out to that. Shout out to that guy. My guy. What do we call white people when we're friends with them? How do we address white friends? Uh, I just describe their caucasity. I don't really describe them as friends, to be honest with you. Let me see. Caucasian Christ. I would be like, yeah, if I see Caucasian Christ right now with his long hair down, you know, floating on water, what would I say? Oh no! I guess I'll just I would just call him CC Caucasian Christ, yeah. But Caucasian's Christ's birthday is almost here, and whatever white people do, white people do. So we have to respect the fact that you need to stop walling out with your finger snapping. <laughs> I can't throw one hand to wine. What are you doing? Um, Caucasian Christ definitely made Jaeger bombs, but you know, whatever. We're gonna call it wine. Yeah, let me chill out. There's so many ways that this conversation can go left. I don't want to have the whole podcast. Throw it in the chat. Somebody, somebody behind the desk. The whole podcast. Throw it away. Throw it away. Too many of other people's girlfriends listen to this podcast that will freak out on me. Today, you are religious and you had to make a joke about Jesus. Why are you doing that? Yeah, we need to win more people for our chapel. So Mm -hmm. I beg. Individual teams. Bless you. Ah, you're getting sick. Yes, yeah, so this change of weather, we all weren't in a bush. <laughs> I hope you feel better, sir. Hanging with our godfather elephants. <laughs> so, yeah. That's funny, man. No, children of the trunks. As in Vegeta's son. Wow, you brought it back. <laughs> as, they say, as they say, I figured you'd understand. That was great. So I brought it back to Dragon Ball Z. Don't be insane. The one, the VHS tapes. We don't even know about that. Would you rather be a super sane or insane? You know? Wow. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, I didn't even know you were in the anime. That's hilarious. Yeah, I used to be into it. I still, I keep up with Naruto and Boruto, though. Oh, I just started catching up to Boruto. I just, I think the fillers are just killing me. Horrible. Um, I'm still trying to get somebody with a Hulu password. I heard that's popping on Hulu. Crunchyroll ain't popping no more? What? Crunchyroll ain't popping no more? Um, no, I hear they got the videos already. I haven't even, I just read the mangas. For everybody that has no idea what we're talking about, we're talking about a um, Japanese cartoon series uh, called Naruto. Uncultured. Yeah, uncultured swine, y'all. And uh, Naruto is this young ninja that overcomes all the obstacles from being an orphan and essentially hones special talents and superpowers and has best friends that end up betraying him and it's, it's just a real great coming age story that you go you have to follow it for like five years like <laughs> dragged on for so long it gives you it gives you a warm ending though like it all it don't it doesn't leave you hanging when it comes to an ending oh yeah for sure they got aliens in it too it's great um, I love it <laughs> we have a hub date yes, yes. oh wow Updates, you know, shout outs to Wizzy Baba. The update was brought to you by Ghana Jalof. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> check them out at your own risk. You must have antivirus on your computer because this site may damage your insides. 
If you have Pepto-Bismol in the fridge, start to warm it up. Amen. We are it not... goes well with Ghana Jollof. Get out here for real. I'm saying get out here for real. I'm saying... Hey, Kofi. That's Chale. Pass more. Aquaba. Chatawale. All of that. <laughs> Somebody go fuck us up. Somebody really dark and really short come beat us I'm both gonna, up. I'm gonna throw a whole bunch of kinky at us. I'm not gonna know what to do. Uh, it's all over. Uh, shout outs. My shout outs to my Ghanaian people. I love you. You know, Ghana is a beautiful country. They be out here. As we were just talking about Caucasian Christ, a lot of Caucasian people love going to Ghana. So that means it's safe and well. True. You know, every, even um, this guy went there that just shout outs to him for getting the award from Beyonce called oh, Len yeah. Kaepernick. Absolutely. Yeah, he was, he was in Ghana, so obviously they're doing they're doing something good with themselves. You know, as people are going to as people are going to Ghana, Nigerians are flying to Russia for the World Cup because Ghana didn't make it. But you know, while, while wearing all the winter jackets in Nigeria, they don't have to. Have right. Oh, big shout out to Nigerians! I would actually wear winter jackets at the appropriate time. Shout out to Nigerians! Shout out to Nigerians that are going through fuel scarcity right now, so they're wearing winter jackets to cope. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, wow, wow. But they're they sleeping in their winter jacket on the line. But they Shout out to my ninja. Oh, they- <laughs> anyway, breaking news. Wow, wow, wow. Shout out to yeah. Wizzy Baba for welcoming his third son. A whole wow. three boys. That, so this whole men being thoughts and having girls, they don't got nothing to do with whiskey, huh? Nah, man. I mean, okay, well... The, the, Unless Whiskey is not a thought. Maybe it's just, you know, maybe he's just a faithful man and, you know, he builds family with certain unique individuals that he has specific strong relationships with. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I mean, if this was 100 years ago, we would be champion. Wiz would be a chief in his town. You know oh, yes. All boys. All boys. Just three barns full of yams. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. While collecting porno and yams, paws. You know, great, 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 great for him. I'm proud of him. Being a dad is not easy, I'm sure. But what makes his story interesting is that this third child he's having now, right, is with his manager Jada, who that's you so know. That's what she's already a manager. Like she, she, the kid is already having gigs. Now you and I both met Jada during One African Music Fest a few years ago, right? You think Jada don't have a son doing like close-up commercials already? Milo, she already signed a modeling contract. Oh, already? Like, yo, um, what's his name? Omar, Omar DJ Khalid will be humbled. Amount of gigs that whiskey is like. Move over, Assad. Assad is small time. The boy is cuter than Hassad Khaled. Small Assad. Assad don't be smiling all the time. Small Assad. Uh-uh. <laughs> kids child will be getting gigs on top of it. all the holiday parties, all the Christmas parties in Nigeria. DJ Everybody. Young Zion. Everybody. Uh, just be doing. Pakuromo. Something. He's going to be subbing. How long till he subs Davido's child? Yeah, he already started subbing him. Already. Already. Wow. Wow. Give them. The most prominent Ghanaian in the game right now. It's Michael Dakwa. Oh, wow. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Primary school bars. <laughs> Now, but shout out to Whiskey having a baby with the manager. You know, that's the yeah. new flow. That's what we are in 2018. We'll talk shots to the Starboy camp out here, you know, procreating. You know, I mean, you know, if you think about it, you know, he had a productive year. 
He's been having productive years with his management group. Why not just keep it in the house? Very, very much you so. Know what I mean, the woman is progressing your career. So who else will you have a child with? He actually did the most Yoruba thing possible. Like, you know what? I already trust this woman. She is trust already that. in control of my phones. Mm-hmm. She's getting a piece of the pie already. She's basically living with me already. Let me just Trumps. dash her kidney small and cement the thing. That way... You think about it. it. Think about it. When they are booking gigs now, she's there with him. They yeah. don't got to ask you where you're going. She's Very going too. Yeah, but he can't, he can't lie or he can't say, I got a gig out of town. They, I mean, he could. I'm sure I'm he's the one that books you a gig. I'm sure you he's going to be You know, Nigerians don't lie. Nigerian men don't lie. True. This is true. I, I can't say all African men don't lie, but I know for a fact Nigerian men don't Nigerian lie. Nigerian men don't lie. It's just one of those things. Facts. That's one of those things. Which is why relationship is going to be interesting to me because I already know that Jada is aware of his honesty, and because of that, it's going to be a very, very strong and successful relationship. So I'm really there's, happy. With them. There's no way you're eating vegetable soup and you will now be lying. Everybody knows the reason we eat vegetables is to cleanse. Yeah, Goosey would just be super sweet from here on henceforth. Uh, shout out to Wiz, man. Figured it out. From here now to I'm, I'm pregnant, your manager, 2018. Fellas, hello, <laughs> my Impregnate your managers, impregnate them, Joe. Hashtag is gonna be wild crazy. Impregnate <laughs> your managers, like you guys are darling. You are chasing small, small babes. You are chasing small babes that does not get automatic ten percent. So no, does he still pay high? It's ten percent, fifteen percent. Even that percentage might even increase more. Just but that's on- crazy though you're like yo she could take that man for child support she knows how much bruh she Wiz has to basically be dad of the year now because you know no before, before 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 no Master doesn't have a show bye now <laughs> that's not an excuse so wow. if he doesn't ship up god forbid we don't Whisk- pay for bad team Whiskey gotta drop gems on how he's doing this you know yeah. for us regular human beings throwing subs in his future records like other artists mm. Mm, mm. Take it easy. <laughs> no, for real, whiskey. Take it easy. Charles to Wiz, though. I really want to. I really, you know, he's doing things differently. Sounds from the other side. It's just, it's a lifestyle. How do you manage your manager, bro? You used to call Two Face Two Baba, right? Hmm. Oh no, they call him Two Baba now, right? Yes. So, are we going to start calling Wiz Kid Trey Baba? Trey Baba. Trey Baba. Trey Baba. Wow. Interesting. How old is Wiz again? 24? Palms. He got to go freeze his. They freeze for wow. it on the eggs they spend. I'm sorry. They freeze. He's 27. 27. Ah, he's a big boy. He's a big yeah. boy. That's. Boys. And he's been in the game for how many years? He's been in the game since so 2011. I think that's when he started recording gospel music. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm being serious. I think that's when he started making in church. Yeah, we know, we know. But just the way you said, 2000, it's... 2001. I was going to say is when he started recording that's gospel when he started music. Recording music. Gospel music. You know, whiskey in the background. <laughs> Man, no, I, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of encouragement, a lot of hate on the timeline, you know, since then. But 
you know, I, one can never be hating when one brings life into the world. So, oh no, 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 yeah, yeah, it's that's a big thing. This, he's given, he's been blessed with child. You know, people are sweating and dying and pain just to have have a child. So God bless him and her. You know, I want the dynamics is only can only get better. Yeah. You know? So. They said it's alleged that Jada gave birth weeks ago in London, but they kept it away from public domain for obvious reasons. That's and a new wave. That's a new wave. I, I'm happy they're finally doing like people in the going to find a way to control the narrative of when people find things out and all that. I remember the Wale situation when Wale's um when Wale's girl, baby mama, whatever was pregnant. It was just like leaking slowly but surely. But he still found a way to like control it for the most part as well. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I love I love when the narrative is like controlled by the subject. Because it's like, bro, like that's just gonna be my business. It makes no sense. I know, you know, obviously that's what you sign up for when you do entertainment, but it's always good to keep certain things in house, you know. Let the family know and control when the world knows. Because this isn't really our business, you know. It's not. We just want whiskey to make music and if it's his third child that will finally give us Afrobeats, then we'll take it. <laughs> What happened? What I miss? I miss something. <laughs> if it's the third child, I'll give us Afrobeats. Hey, I'm with it, man. I just That's what that. you said? That's what you said? Wheezy, <laughs> 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 <Where is he laughs> baby. Daddy, yo. Daddy Trey. <laughs> Daddy Trey, make it dance. Daddy Trey. I mean, I all my babies to... is final. I just found out that one of my... Uh, one of my bench bench warmers is now managing a few Afrobeats artists that we know. Oh wow! So she's about to get pregnant. Oh yeah, it's wild. Lit. I'm telling you, pregnant your manager. I don't know how that happens, man. It's just like you stop dealing with people and you find out that they're. Uh... Wow, good man. I'm a child of God. I don't know what you're speaking of as. As the Christian Boys Organization, I just want CBOs. I just need you to know that we don't appreciate what you are saying. You know, we need you back in the house of the Lord. Well, this is why back in your tithe and your offering. I don't be in the industry anymore for that reason, so we're good. We'll be fine. So we're gonna we're gonna touch on a topic we've been like dancing around but we know we have to touch on this was a big big topic bouncing around bouncing around bouncing uh-huh. so the big topic obviously has been Libya now we've been paying close attention to this you know as people who are part of the culture you know we want to make sure like we speak on it correctly because I got a lot of calls like to be rich I got a lot of calls from non-Nigerians non-Africans from Nigerians, the whole nine, just asking like, yo, what's going on? Like, what is the situation? How are things like this, you know? So I'd love to touch on it. I don't know if you want me to start. Oh, no, for sure. I mean, I've been been following everything that's been going on since the news broke on the timeline. I mean, we've both been following it for weeks before Mm -hmm. CNN. Right, right. Most of this stems from years back before Gaddafi was... Exactly, exactly. You can kick it off and we can just piggyback. All right, so obviously news broke on CNN dropped the doc saying human beings are being sold for $400, which is crazy any single time, like any time in history. And then you hear this is happening in 2017. 
the year of our Lord, 2017. Like, it's crazy. Like, we, you know, it's absolutely insane. But, so everyone's like, how, how, how is this happening? And the biggest thing is, I, if you guys could just like, this, this, this is the end point right now, but where it starts from, or like, I'd like to take step back. So now, obviously people know things aren't as good in Africa as it is anywhere else in the world or most parts of the world. I wouldn't say like being in Africa is the worst thing ever, obviously. But obviously people are leaving situations and gambling with their whole future. Like I'm talking about college graduates and family men and, you know, mothers and fathers are leaving situations in West Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, Senegal, Guinea, whatever it is, to try to make it out of the continent to see what's out there. And now they're being caught in situations where it's he say, she say, and you have Libyans just, you know, just coming up with transactions for human life. So that's, that's really, really the situation at hand. It's not like people are being kidnapped. It's like people are really trying to escape situations that they're a part of to make, to find a better future. And the sad thing is most of them are being told or being sold by Nigerians. Yeah. Which is, which is the part that nobody really wants to speak about. But it's like everybody's trying to get a buck. So they're being sold by Nigerians, two Libyans, and Libyans are selling them to other Libyans. And all this is happening from people telling other people like, yo, you make your way to North Africa and from North Africa you can make your way to Europe which is where everybody's trying to go to you know get a better life now um another part of it that um shout out to LD LD has a podcast uh where he spoke about how slavery sort of started because you know a lot of people speak on a lot of people will tell you like it's it's a whole mess but i'm just gonna touch on it a little bit and just tell you how things are normalized in africa because a lot of times you look from the outside in and it's just like oh these people are crazy but yes they are crazy but i'll tell you how things are normalized i'm not trying to make an excuse for any single person because thankfully i've lived in both continents and you know you can see how things work from both sides so um slavery obviously started from the white man well the white man was by, started by taking people to Europe and America but how it all started was that Africans would have house help so the same way you would have a babysitter a nanny a dog walker and all that but these people that were hired as such well hired is like a really really nice word but people who were assigned these positions are people who are less fortunate so now let's say you're born into a family that can't necessarily take care of you um you would then be told okay there's a rich man in a different city who will house you and feed you so you began a meal every you know three times a day which I as a parent can't provide you but you have to do their, whatever they tell you to do so now this is how that worked it's like okay I'm in a bad situation I can't deal with it I can't put food on the table for my child but this man can but I don't know what this man is going to be doing to my child but if I send my kid to this man or woman I know they're going to live a better life than what I can provide for them so now that's how things started so 
it goes from helping out in whoever's eyes, like the rich man says he's helping out. Indentured servants. Yes. And then it goes from, do you have anybody to come work for us? The white man comes to Africa and it's like, yeah, sure. We got a whole bunch of people that, you know, finding it hard to fare for themselves and their kids that you can take with you, not knowing what the hell, you know, the Willie Lynch's of the world. Their kids or whatever up for, yes. Yes, yes. Bait and switch. So now, yes, people were sold into slavery by black people, but it's just the norms are a whole lot of different. It's not like we had. It was under false pretenses. Basically. Yes, yes. The and Africans it, did not know they were selling their kids into slavery. They thought that they were sending their kids into a better life somewhere else, indentured mm-hmm. service or on some apprenticeship, like sending their kids to England or sending their kids to some, you know, somewhere outside of. Right to do like house cleaning exactly and give them a better not knowing like people's whole language lifestyle and everything's been eradicated and just the history has been wiped out clean so that's where all these things become normalized where it's just like okay we have certain people like the way you would see a bum on the street people would rather just send their kid to go clean a mansion and have food on the table and rather just know that this kid doesn't stand a chance in life at all. So that's where all this starts from. But the situation now in Nigeria, Ghana and things like that is that the leaders know of all this thing. So I don't want you, if you guys hear African presidents and all that giving speeches where they're like, oh my God, this is sad. This is crazy. They've known about it forever. They just don't it's think just it's that. Right. It's just that they're too worried about stealing money from the culture and the, econ- the economy to worry about that be the issue because they're like, yeah, if I tell these people to stop leaving this country, what am I really going to do for them anyway? They might as well, you know, go do what they want. Even with the women being kidnapped and put into prostitution, it's just one of the situations where they're like, yo, things are so bad for me. I'm not even sure I'm going to get food on the table today or if I'm going to eat. I'm just going to, you know, fuck it. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll do this for a while and I'll break through and make something of myself. It's just like they don't know what's on the other side. Most of the time is worse than what they're dealing with. Absolutely. And it's, I mean, not even, even so, it's just like the ones that do end up coming to, you know, abroad, let's just say abroad for anywhere. Right. You know, when you have family members that leave Africa and start a new life somewhere, and then the people that are still behind in Africa assume that they're living this grand, amazing, incredible life until they come and visit the, you know, the people that departed them 10, 20 years ago prior in the States or in England or where, or Australia or wherever they end up and they exactly. realize, oh, wow, these people are actually struggling. This is fucked. This is fucked. Like, that's the thing about it is this is why you have countries like Liberia where people are coming back to Africa once, you know, they had a chance to leave. It's like... They didn't want to suffer in America. Like, the, the coldness of the heart, their variance to the coldness of the heart where it's just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I was doing... I thought what I was doing was bad, but y'all doing some other shit. You know? Yeah. So, um, trust me when I say Nigerians with all house boys and a house girls thing, that is not right. It's not good because this, the shit that they make human beings do, like it's not, they're not getting paid. You know, they sometimes send money to the parents or the grandparents back home and things like that, but they work all types of hours. They treated like lesser human beings. So it's not right. Like 
trust and believe it's not right, but it's just two different situations. Like people are being whipped in the back, but it doesn't mean it's right or wrong. It's just a different degrees to it. So now there's so much people going through situations where they just feel like there is no way for things to get better. And they take their chances and try to escape the country and find, you know, greener pastures. And obviously as they get there, they learn that things are much worse or people don't want you here or, you know, whenever an economy isn't doing well, black people always get blamed. Black or brown people always get blamed. I remember years ago, Haitians in DR were being killed because, you know, Dominicans were blaming them for taking their jobs. And obviously now in America, we have Americans blaming Mexicans for taking their jobs. So situations like that are similar in most countries where black people try to get into it. And that's why you have blacks in France and you know, Netherlands and other places where they're like, yo, we don't want refugees in here. We don't want the brown and the blacks in here because we feel like they're not making it safer and they're going to take our jobs anyway, you know? So people are always getting blamed for it. And I think it's just like, they're like, nah, things are really, really bad here that we're going to do it. And where the whole death of the former leader of Libya comes in, which is Muammar Gaddafi, is like, Libya no longer has a centralized government. Because whenever you take a head off a body, you take a leader out of a country, you just have insanity. You know, everybody's, you know, running their little sector and everybody has an idea for what would make the country better. And this tends to happen whenever there's a coup or whenever a Western country, like, lends a hand in, like, toppling whoever is in power and that's what's going on in Libya it's just like there's so much madness going on but everybody thinks no... they have the answers and nobody has the answers exactly exactly and that's what the answers the stuff that's happening in Libya right now wouldn't be happening in the first place no it would not it would not and obviously everyone knows Muammar Gaddafi wanted a wanted a centralized continent and wanted one currency and he felt like if it could be backed by gold Africa would be in a situation in which they, you know, they no longer have to be dependent on the West as much. And obviously you become a threat when you're saying you can take money out of the West. So it's, that's a whole nother mess, but that's really the gist of it all. It's just that people are in situations they don't want to be in. They're trying to escape and go elsewhere. They're being used they're being used by their own by their own people being sold being told a lie being told you once you get there you're good and when they get there they're being told you know what now you're a slave and you're going to be auctioned and it's just insane like the fact that we have knowledge of what has happened you know we all know what has happened like in the history of man and yet people are still and countries like Mauritania have Slavery legalized. Like, that's that's insane to me. Northern Africans, and this is why I need your people to realize Africa is not one big happy continent. So when you tell people you're traveling to Africa, or when you have an African friend, ask these questions. Some of these people are crazy. Don't you know? I can't be grouped in with Northern Africans. Like I'm, I have nothing against Northern Africans, but we're just going through different shit in the West than they are in the North. And you know, East and South Africans are all different. Even Central African Africans, we're all different people. And then you have um, Cape Verdeans, 
whole nother wave. Why I love why I love my Cape Verdeans. They are different, bro. Completely. Yeah, so you know, and some young people don't even feel some comfort in someone anything to do with black people. Nope. So it's just one of those situations where the con- the continent is big and different and unique in good and bad ways. But that's just how things are. Because people are like Libya, they hear Libya, Libyans are Southern Africans, but they don't even think it's Africans dealing with Africans. So that's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's the same thing in the United States when people in Texas act crazy, or people in Florida act crazy, or people in West Virginia act crazy. I mean, nobody thinks, oh, people in West Virginia act just like people in Connecticut. Obviously, yeah, exactly. And, exactly. and those are just state lines. Like that's within one country. Now you talk about a whole continent. Like even within countries, all fact. Like there's various factions within those countries. So there's certain parts of Nigeria that don't even fuck with other parts of Nigeria. But outside what? of Nigeria, won't know that. So all the regional stuff it makes things more confusing. So when you, you have know, even even in the state, even in say Lagos as a whole, you have. Your buzz and Ebo's not getting along, and you have also people in there, you know, yeah. working. And that's just like New York. Life. You have Dominicans and Puerto Ricans that don't get along with each other in one exactly. uptown. They're all exactly. in uptown. You know, they all mingle, they all go to the same bodegas. You know, the Dominican bodegas will be right across the street from the Puerto Rican bodegas, and they'll pretend to fuck with each other, but they don't fuck with each other. It's the same thing. They really don't, you know, and you get just like the Bronx alone with the blacks and the Dominicans and the Puerto Ricans. It's insane. And then you have Brooklyn where complain about gentrification. You know, it's one borough, you know, it's one people, everyone carrying a blue passport, but people don't get along. Gentrification, but we're doing nothing to stop it. You know, it's the same shit happening everywhere. It's a whole lot of madness in this world, being there's only one group of people winning. And Dame Dark, so Capacity. Yeah, I figure it out. So that that I wanted to touch on. Um, I'm not going to be out here making it a political. We don't want to make it a political podcast. It's not what we're into. We just want to talk and make people smile and laugh, but also we want to educate when we have the opportunity to. So Absolutely. it's a whole mess, but again, it's just people trying to get out of situations, but being you knowing that. Others know of what's happening and are basically using and selling. Exactly. Manipulation is the perfect word. So, you know. The migrants is booming in Libya, Libya, and the world is ignoring it because there are greedy people that are taking advantage of the situation. Perfect. The man, the man kept the short and brief, but that's um, that's what we wanted to touch on. And um, prayers up for everybody in Libya. Prayers up for everyone that being shipped from Nigeria to Egypt to Ethiopia to to Libya, Tunisia, whatever. Like all with hopes to getting towards Italy and Greece and see. Like prayers up, man. It's just crazy. And then it's just wild. I saw one interview the other day with the Nigerian that got um that was uh, rescued and he was just describing how like he was treated so terribly by the North Africans they gouged his eye out like it was crazy like it was sad but yo humans doing the same shit to other humans and it's just like you think as time goes you know how people like nah we're in 2007 like you would think the decency line grows as you know the world gets smaller but it really doesn't it's just they're just sickos out there 
And this slavery is why never, when we talk about slavery never ending, people in the states are like, "How dare you say slavery?" Years ago, yeah, yeah, what are you talking civil about? You black act. people are crazy. The Civil Rights Act. You guys are just complaining. Like you guys are you you are an idiot because you don't know anything outside of the United States and whatever the media feeds you. But being someone that has traveled outside of the country, I mean, slavery exists in almost every other country. I mean, slavery exists here too. The the private prison system here is slavery. But locking people up for smoking weed. And rewarding people that look the opposite. Entrepreneurs, the entrepreneurs that are figuring out the marijuana, market that are a lighter shade. You're rewarding the same people while jailing people that look like us. So for the same things. So it's 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 still it's it's slavery. But they're just using different terminology to describe it. So you know, I don't want to hear anybody ever talk to me about slavery dying out or being post slavery. Men's is gentrifying slavery. Dick. Post slavery society, a post racist society. Who said that dumb shit? They're, they're putting whipped cream on the coffee that is slavery, bro. They're just trying to make that shit sexy. Libya, man. Oops. Prayers up for everybody trying to reach Europe, man, through North Africa. Yes, yes. And prayers up for everyone dealing with African leaders in Africa, B. Yeah. No, it is no joke. It also, is no joke. To all, to all the Africans listening, please vote. Oh Can yes, voting is very important. The elections are coming up all across the continent. Please vote these old, old. I was just about to say, I don't even care what the thing is. If there's a young person running in any of your African country, young person, please vote for them. Like yo, I know you're like yo. What if this yo? The people we've given a chance to are just horrible. We're tired of horrible. We're tired of the Koja people. We need young, young blood running these countries so they can dig us out of the holes that our forefathers put us in. You know, please, yeah. please for Caucasian Christ Day. Just you know, just think about it. As we go into 2018, we need to get younger. We need to get younger in power and just. It's embarrassing that people like Buhari and and Atiku disgusting. Rams can't even stay. They call him man's a travel blogger because he keeps trying to go get his, you know, <laughs> go to UK to get his health situated. It's really, really sad. It's just, it's embarrassing that we don't even think it's a norm to have a 40, 50 year old, a 30 year old in power, like making things happen for their community. <laughs> yeah, Nigeria is what, 50 something? 57? Yeah, Nigeria's old, man. This man needs They need to get They've been in power Since before the country existed Since before Nigeria Was Nigeria This people been in power And it's still the situation So We got We have ways to go You know But I think It gets It gets worse Before it gets better Uh, I was having A conversation With some lady On Twitter I don't remember What her Twitter name is But She was basically trying to have a discussion with me about how different Nigeria would be if we were split up by the major ethnic groups and not grouped together by Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Queen Elizabeth that did that? Well, I'm pretty... Yeah, right? She's old enough to have been in power 60 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was Queen Elizabeth. Yep, Queen Elizabeth II was Queen of Nigeria from 1960 to 1963. So, what would have been smart if Nigeria was actually... Um, designed for the citizens and not with British interests only at the forefront, it would have been split according to the regions that already existed, right? So you had the Western region, which was <clears throat> the Western region, which was pretty much controlled by Yoruba people. The Northern region, which was which was pretty much controlled by Fulanis and Hausas, right? 
in the eastern region, which was controlled by the Igbos, and the uh, Cross River, you know, all the ethnic groups, Shakiris, uh, you know. I don't know all the groups over there. You would know that. No, no, it's way. It's a whole lot. The TVs, the Shakiri, the Robos, the Benins. Yes, yes, yes. Cool. So all those people would have been Eastern region, right? So what would have made sense if the British actually cared about the people there and didn't care about the oil and natural resources that exist in the country? (laughs) If only. What happened is Western region would have became Yoruba land or or oil land or whatever. They would have made it in a, a Yoruba territory. Northern mm-hmm. region would have been called Kaduland based on the Hausa Fulani language. They would have called it either Fula or Hausa land or something. It would have been ethnically Hausa dominated in the north. Right. Kano, Abuja, everything would have been up there. Cool. And then you would have Biafra or whatever the Igbos, Shakiris, Udomo. Yeah, it would have been, it'd have been something else because, well, I don't even know. What I think, obviously, being that strongly, but it would have been, it would have been around that. So yeah, yeah. And then you could, I mean, if they want to really make it funky, they could make it like one of the one of the first regions in Africa that share a capital out of those three uh, territories, and it would have been something cool like Wazobia or something that connected all those three territories. Nah, we would have been having the whole Palestine Israel trip and Nigeria's capital. We would have been Dubai. It would have been super lit. Uh, but you know, apparently older people are stupid and they don't think far ahead. Yeah, well, the, the the Queen Elizabeth did what was best for her, so she she knew what she was doing. It's just now about one of the situations of we can do what's best and get along, and that's the grand task at hand. That just doesn't seem that can happen. Yep, and it was greed, Sha. Greed is what caused all of this, anyway. We, the, the queen knew what she was doing when she uh, when she allowed our ancestors to transfer power from, you know, our forefathers over to England, and then when they gave us quote unquote independence in the '60s, that was all bullshit, smoke and mirrors. But we know what it is, and it, you know, whatever. Only only change by voting and. Or a complete revolution will change what's going on in that country because it, it doesn't make sense to any of us anymore. And people are just acting like nothing's happening, which is the most frustrating part of everything. But whatever. It's a mess, man. It's a mess. I'm going to off in peace, and I can't even do that because Nepal is taking lights. Wow. Come on, see. And there's full scarcity, so how can you turn on the oven? No, it's, it's OD stress. Like, being Nigerian, like, I love, I love, like, being Nigerian, I swear to you, I tell God all the time, I don't even believe in reincarnation, but if it is real, bring me back as a Nigerian, like, I love being Nigerian, there's no like, I could complain about my, it's like your parents, you know, like, you can only complain about your parents to your siblings but you wouldn't have it any other way and if anybody want to talk about your parents it's going to be a fight, so that's how I feel about Nigeria. Like I love, I love my country, and only my people know what we go through. Like we have so much love for it, and we want so much better for it. And it's like we have so many dreamers and doers in our countries, and so many artists and creatives. And whenever things happen, it's just like yo, the just the rose growing out of this concrete. Like it's insane. So even like we have the bobsled team. You know, the the female bobsled team is just insane and dope. What's to come out of our continent and our country? Because it's like, 
I never, you know, we've seen the movie based on reality, but we just never thought that there'd be a female bobsled team. It's true. I can just shout out to them qualifying for the Olympics. Like, do you know how good you got to be to qualify for the Olympics? And do you know how much support you got to get from your African parents to be able to go practice and get better at this? And and I'm pretty sure it's not easy because, shit, we be trying to do shit that there's money involved. I can't even imagine telling your African parents you want to go bobsled practice. No, did you see them on Ellen? They, they was beautiful. She was twerking and all that. Man, oh, wait. What are the names again? What, I know one is Yoruba. I think two are. Sh- there's a Shion. I have I have the names ready for you. Shion Adigun is there's, one. There's Ungozi, and there's Akoma. Yeah, I know the Yoruba one is Shion Adigun. I know that for a fact. Yeah, Shion Ungozi and Akoma. I think it's two Yorubas and Ungozi Omeri and Akoma Omeoga. Yeah, damn. People last names be fucking me up, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, it's a work. It's, 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 you have to earn it when you do that. Ngozi. Serious names. Those are serious, serious Nigerian names. Man, we thank God for representation out here. Oh, yeah. they're called the Ice Blazers. The Ice Blazers. <laughs> Fuck Ice. And, and they have a song from Inyanya. Nice. A whole bunch of people. No way they can talk to them. I'm telling you, bruv. I am telling you. You don't. I need you to look. I I need you to look. Jeff Akko. Okay. I I was about to send it to you. It's it's unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. Now, we got to play that right now. All right. We're going to drop. The name of the record is actually entitled The Ice Blazers. And it's by Nice, Yaya, Pisala, and Jeff Akko. For the Nigerian, we don't, we don't deserve this. I want y'all to know this, brought Alas. Oh, Ty produced it. <laughs> it just gets better with every detail. Okay, Temple Management out here making waves. The Bobsled and Skeleton Federation of Nigeria and Temple Management Company have released a Temple Music All Star theme song for the inspiring Nigerian bobsled team in celebration of their historic qualification of the Winter Olympics. Produced by award-winning producer T.Y. Mix, the celebration song features TMPL artists, including Yanya, Nice, Bisola, Jeff Akko, and Chris Akinyemi, entitled The Ice Blazers. The song has been officially adopted by the Solomon Ogba-led Bobsled and Skeleton Federation of Nigeria and is now available on all digital stores on all music platforms. I'm sorry, what's the Federation Bobsled and what? You know, it's just one of those t- companies that uh, were formed by a Nigerian in order for them to launder money. I'm just kidding. Um, what are they called? Bobsled and... Bobsled and Skeleton Federation of Nigeria, BSFN. Oh, yes. That's why I grew up on that. <laughs> oh, wow. Go to Steins. Yeah, okay. We're going to play the record right now just so you can hear it. Boom, here it is. I can't, me can't wait. All right, cool. So I would love to hear what y'all think about the record. Um, it's very different, but uh, shout outs to uh, everybody that came together to make that record. <laughs> <laughs> the all-star cast. That's wild, man. After we are the world comes the Ice Blazers. Ice Blazers. We can't wait. I, I, I'm sure right before they slide down that ice, 
all they are listening to is yeah yeah kill that that's so wow but you know as for nigerians being nigerians you know we're all on board shit i'm on board so if i i'm not even mad at people in nigeria taking it too far in in honor of the temple all stars you know the, you know in honor of the nigerian bobsled team we decided to, we decided to make the song of the week for this episode um you know the temple all stars the what's the song? The bull runnings. The bull runnings. Guy goods. Looking back, being bull. Looking back, being bull. <laughs> the ice blazers. Yes, please, because that's something positive coming out of Nigeria and West Africa, especially with this Libya situation. We always want to, you know, put a balance to it. So yeah. definitely, ladies, you guys have definitely made us all smile and be part of being Nigerians. Shout out to Yaya, Nice, Pisola, Jeff, Akko, Chris Akemi. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. Temple Stars, that's Blazers. Yo, oh, sh- please shout out the, um, what's the association of um, something and skeleton. Do not. The International Bobsled Skeleton Foundation of Nigeria. <laughs> do not let this episode pass without you shouting them. Do you hear my, do you hear me squeezing my hair so? I can hear you like I'm Pyong Kong Kong Chang. There you go. That's where they are happening. Because we know, we know without the powerful backing of Nigeria, this woman won't be where they are.
That song is actually kind of lit. <laughs> the only ones ever taking over. I like it. Mm-hmm. The the ice blazers and the blazers. Mm, welcome, blazing khaki. Mm-hmm. Blaze on, blaze on, blazers. <laughs> I like the way you blaze it. <laughs> no GD. Uh-uh. No, I like the way you blaze it too. Let's giddy. <laughs> Give them. Give them the beautiful ladies now, but for real, like I could only love John of Remix. <laughs> I mirixed it. Remix. <laughs> the mirix is Bera. Oh my lord. Shout out to them, because that's the one thing that they will forever live like in Nigeria folklore, just being like shit that didn't even exist is in our story. So I could only imagine like a female bobsled team. Shoot. And somebody will call somebody and say, "You think you are, Do you think you are the bobsled team?" Mm. So that's the one thing about Nigeria. Like you're gonna be in a curse very soon. That's funny. As you just see, as you just slide down here, as if you are a blazer. Mm. You know, my father is now, nah, but for real, for real, I'm like OD excited for like just to see them do their thing and inspire more women to like break the you know the norms out there like it's out there here everywhere in the world like it's absolutely dope we don't even of all the african countries we don't got snow in our country like some african countries do so to make this happen is just wow bless bless each and every one of them in there you know the whole whoever makes the squad (laughs) ha okay well what else what else happened oh what is this I read about a Abacha's money that was frozen somewhere in Switzerland they're returning back to Nigeria yes yeah, so Abacha's money was frozen and um it's so crazy that the person in power was friends with Abacha wow hmm wow. I let wonder where the money being returned to is gonna end up let me guess it wasn't um the guy that got his mono licked in the White House Wow, 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 what is going on here? Wow, the Swiss government is to return $321 million to Nigeria that was seized from the family of former president Seni Abacha, who notoriously died from being served Viagra by two Asian prostitutes when he died in 1928. What, which, which part of the article was, was like written by Tunde? <laughs> <laughs> Only the first half was written. <laughs> the second half is what we know as Nigerians. We know. 
common knowledge. So the Swiss government released a statement Monday announcing that the agreement had been reached with officials in the Nigerian government and the World Bank on the terms of restitution. The restitutionment of funds will take place within the frameworks of a project supported and overseen by the World Bank. That's what the statement said. The projects will strengthen social security for the poorest sections of Nigerian population. And by that, I know they mean the richest politicians in Nigeria. Ding, 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 ding. Well, the saddest part, hmm, hold on, let me finish this, this one quote. Hmm. President Muhammadu Buhari said, we are grateful for the international support we are getting in this fight against corruption. Global collaboration is critical to the success of this fight and we will continue to work to deepen mechanisms not just for asset recovery, but for preventing corruption in the first place. Switzerland has already recovered around $700 million of Abacha-related assets to date. And Niger is also pursuing $480 million more on top of this 320 something that has been seized in the U.S., but because of legal processes to reclaim it, they have found it difficult to do that. Nonsense, nonsense. The country has lost $400 billion to corruption between 1960 and 1999, according to estimates cited by the UN Office on Drugs and Crime. Wow. Interesting. So, the only... While it's good that they are pretending to care about corruption in this country now, the problem that I'm still having is that we both know as Nigerians that that money, unfortunately, is not going to reach anywhere outside of Asso Rock. The account has been deposited and it's, it's been withdrawn. Same day. Just moved from Switzerland to the United States to Nigeria day. back to Switzerland. <laughs> different Switzerland accounts. Different accounts. Same bank, different accounts. Yeah, same oh, yeah. bank, same bank manager. They will now switch. They will now switch the account manager. Okay, the, the last one tipped me off to the UN, so we have to use a different. You know, don't. Don't, I, will, I will grease your elbow small, give you how much do you want? We have 5%, 10%. What's 10% of 300? What's 10% of 480 million dollars? Okay, you want 48 million? Don't worry, we got it. Just look at your account tomorrow. Yes, I've deposited in the Cayman Highlands. Just check it there. No TAS. TAS free is there. Go buy your house. Go buy your mommy house. Go buy everybody houses. Everybody, you get a house. You yes. get a house. Yes. Every everybody gets a house. Corruption in Nigeria is like a different level. Like you know, corruption. Everybody gets a house. Bosa, corruption bosa. here. People still got to sign. Bosa, bosa, bosa. People here still got to sign paperwork and shit. Like you know, it could always like forty years from now, it's gonna be dropped. Like oh yeah, we're doing this. Nigerian wow. corruption is so bad. Like. We all know Bill Gates is not the richest man. Like, it's not even close to being the richest man alive. Bill Gates is like, the richest man, but he ain't, he ain't the richest man, dog. Not he at all. The not man all. In America, dog. Not all. Like, the fraud, the fraudulent... Like, homie from Russia, Trump's daddy, is richer than Bill Gates. We know that. And then, so you can only imagine Nigerians that are richer, like, from Sweden. That's that a long story. Hiding on buck, Buckhead. Let me show up there anyway. 
Yes, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be kids. <laughs> the ones with children come here for school and ball out and turn into celebrities. Mm-hmm. They become DJs and they. Oh, 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 oh. Hey. Up there. Yeah, just take me because I said the same shit and then you said it too. Just delete both of them. <laughs> <laughs> the whole podcast. Wait, wait. Throw away the whole Noah Hala podcast. That's that the drop. Throw the whole team away in a rubbish can. <laughs> brought to you by the Nigerian youth who don't want to die campaign. Farms. <laughs> Farms. We know we know the lengthy law of the illegal not the lengthy law you know how they feel like the arm of the Lord? What's the arm of Ford like? Arm of Ford much. <laughs> oh man. I'm afraid touching every continent, bruv. Like, yo, who said what about my children? Jail them. Jail them. Send some money to the state governor and jail them. Which is right. $321 million ends up in the hands of the Winter Olympic Committee. Wow. Okay, I've said it now. <laughs> All right, y'all. See you on next episode.